Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This week on the Danny Brown Show. I don't know, I, I'm happy again, I guess. You know, I'm happy again with making music and just being... I, I guess the tour definitely did a lot for my confidence. I never heard that term, love sex, though. I may have to put that in my vocabulary, you know? Me and my... Well, I mean, let me stop. <laughs> they make beaches for this some of those new beaches you can't get a boner on they'll kick you off like nigga your dick hard get up out of here it's the Danny Brown show sit back relax your eye ready now while your mates do the yows it's the Danny Brown show we about to get live let's go it's the Danny Brown show sit back relax your eye ready now while your mates do the yows it's the Danny Brown show we about to get live let's go let's go Yo, 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 what up, yo? It's your boy. Coming to you live from YMA Studios here in Austin, Texas. It's the Danny Brown Show. I got the booth boys with me. What up, what up? What up, man? Hey, Danny. Hello. Oh, yeah, and we got Heather, too. Shouts out to the booth girl. That's Thank right. <laughs> Can't be doing no misgendering in this generation. Shouts out. But, yeah, man, Um, so happy to be back with you guys, man. I miss y'all, man. Us, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What is, what is that? What do you mean? You didn't sound too enthused. No, we missed you, man. Uh, it wasn't the you, same without you around. I told you this at the show, too. I was like, man, Danny, it's great to have you back. I know, man. I'm, I'm happy to be back, man. I did. I definitely did miss y'all, man. I was, um, I guess that was one of the good things about being on the road so much is that I, I wasn't able to fucking um, be on the internet as much. So I wasn't in, I wasn't caught up on none of the Cyrax shit or none of that shit, which is probably good for me mental health-wise. I wasn't really watching any podcasts and shit like that. I was listening to a, uh, a lot of music. I guess that's a good thing, you know, so I started back just listening to, like, old albums that I used to love and shit and just trying to, like, get that inspiration back or, or just, you know, just starting, like, doing, like, research on, like, why would I love certain shit. And it was almost like sometimes I, I felt like it was like, you ever seen that um, South Park episode where it's like, I can't remember, was it college and whatever, but it was almost like once he grew up and everything he listened to just sounds like shit. It was like motherfuckers just farting in his ears every time. So it was a lot of shows listening to like, what the fuck did I used to like this shit? But then, but, but then, you know, it was like certain shit that I listened to and I was like, man, I don't, you know, at my age of 40 and been, you know, been in rapping for damn near all my life. And cause, cause say I've been doing it professionally a little bit over 10 years now it's like man i i don't know if i can ever get to this level like listening to like oh outcast and shit so i guess it just like i don't know inspired me to want to do better in that kind of way so that was a good thing man what have you been listening to that you used to listen to um like i, I was just going back just listening to like a lot of outcasts of course i always you know go back and listen to like um about uk shit listening to like dizzy rascal the streets who's got a new album coming out soon i'm super excited to hear that motherfucker i can't wait for that i mean you know going back to wu-tang and shit and just a lot of just like i don't know man just like why did i used to like this shit and then it was just like um because you know i was trying you know i was making like you know fucking around with production and shit and just doing shit like that and just like just trying to you know study it almost in some sense and it's like because sometimes with um making beats man it's one of the i, I think one of the best you know, like um, 
the best producers to me is knowing when the beat is done. Because sometimes a motherfucker could just add too much or not enough. And that's where I struggle with sometimes with, with making beats and shit. It's like, man, I'm never, I never know when I'm done, kind of. And it's almost like a cheat code for me because I know how to rap. I can fucking rap to fucking motherfuckers banging on pots and shit. You know, it doesn't even matter, you know. But just being able to to limit yourself and be minimal in certain shit. And I, I found out that's what I loved. I don't like a, you know, even though like working with Peggy is like, to me, honestly, like Peggy is like one of the greatest artists of like this generation or some shit when it comes to this rap shit. Cause it's like, he don't really need nobody help. Like he don't, he fucking make beats. He fucking mix master. He can fucking sing, you know, he can rap his ass off. So it's like, man, just looking at and being able to work with somebody like that has just been so inspiring for me. Cause we're like, fuck, I'm, I'm nowhere near this level of shit. So I, I you know, you gotta, I got my strong qualities and it's just like, you know, just trying to build on those. But you know, like even just been doing this shit for so long, still having that, desire to still learn i think is what's probably um like i don't know it's like i don't know i'm happy again i guess you know i'm happy again with making music and just being i I guess the tour definitely did a lot for my confidence when it comes to making music just seeing people you know just having fun man and back with it again because a lot of my music man it was like trauma dumping It was like my form of therapy, man. Like shit that I wouldn't talk about with other people. I would just put it in songs and shit. And I and sometimes I think when you do that, I mean, it could be like a cry for help in some sense. But motherfuckers don't take it that way if it's that entertaining. They'll just be like, oh, you're just making songs and shit. But like, no, motherfucker, this is my real life. This is how I really feel, you know? I just, I'm, I'm just not comfortable with talking about that shit. And that's why I'm um, so... um. I'm I'm so in tune to this sobriety shit because I've um you know put it out there so much and I've gotten so many messages from from people just being like you know you helped me being comfortable and you know and confident in me getting sober and shit like that and those messages man it's like you know I'm not just going through this shit by myself and that, and it makes me feel kind of good that you know that other people are, are are getting inspired by me taking you know sobriety serious and recovery serious and all that shit and you know looking deep into themselves and want to do right for themselves, man. So shouts out to all y'all that have been sending me messages. They definitely help, I will say, you know, and it, and it's, I feel like I'm not just going through this by myself as well, you know. I don't want to fuck up because I'm fucking up in front of the entire world. It's not just me and my friend group, you know. Like, I, I, I would feel like a fucking loser. So just having that, just having that with me, man, it really helped being on the road because, you know, it is a lot of temptations, man. And, and it was a lot of times where I'll be like, even just so so much more of just like hanging out and be like fuck man, you know it'd be so much fun to have a drink and shit like that. But I, I I really just feel like the party's over with me. Like I'm just taking life serious and taking my music career back serious again. You know, but it is fun. I will say I'm back having fun, man. Cause it it was to the point where I don't know I was a little discouraged with making music and shit. And I don't know, man. Just 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 dealing with the music business is a is, uh, Cause it's you know it's a business you know it's just not all about being fucking artistic and creative all the time it's about monetary gain for the most part. So I'm back to not giving a fuck about that shit you know and just fucking doing what I love to do and I can't wait man I really can't wait for this album to come out man even though it is another trauma dump it is another trauma dump you know what I'm saying. But even now like me going forward with making music is now is like um. Just like we're going to shows, like Scaring the Hoes was a fun album to make. We were having fun. So it's just like seeing people 
being able to like escape their problems for that moment or when that song is on and just you know so i'm more so wanting to make music like that not saying that it won't be a lot of trauma trauma dumps because i'm i always have that with me and um but yeah just just to be able to make people feel good with a song and not make them feel sad like oh shit this nigga's fucked up you know what i'm saying so i'm, I'm getting more into that i mean i'm always gonna have bars bars gonna go down why are we talking about this shit we got some freestyles right Let's get them out the way. Let's let's see what these motherfuckers got for me this time. Let me hear your bus of freestyle. All right. First up, we got Carly. Hey, Danny and the oh, Booth shit. Boys. Um, it's a little ditty that I'm working on called uh, Inner Babies. Huh? So, mamas won't acknowledge the abuses they applied. Families got amnesia. They tell us that we a lie. Claim they did the best accountability like suicide. I know it won't make sense to y'all always with blind eyes. And let's be honest, daddies ain't no better. They can get some clout for just sending the letter, presents and promises, and bet we'll be together. But in the end, let's be real, it's all about its pleasure. You will never know peace until you recognize things. It was comfort over our needs and our babies screaming, love me. Yeah, um, that was a bit of a trauma dump. <laughs> Segway right into that. Hey, if you ever need somebody to talk to, I'm always here for you, man. That's a Sounds like you got some problems going on, some some parental issues. <laughs> but that is the best way to get it out, man. Artistic expressions, man. You know, like I said, it was always hard for me to be comfortable to talk about certain shit that was going on in my life. And it was always easier just for me to put it in a song. But yeah, sometimes you can tell when people are going through shit by the type of music they make, man. But yeah, I hope I hope everything gets better for you, young lady. Um, Yeah. Reach out if you ever need someone to talk to. <laughs> Would that be considered like daddy issues and mommy issues and shit? What was going on with that? She has a good voice, though. She's good good at singing and shit. But yeah, that was a bit of a trauma dump. I wasn't ready for that. Goddamn it, Zolo. You knew what she was doing. All right. We got another one. That was yeah, it. Yeah. Next, we have Trevor. Goddamn it, Trevor. Oh, shit. Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo? I got your bitch, she into benzos. She on the float, doing something I did not ask for. Trying to play Clue, the board game. Am I insane? I lost a couple pieces the other day, but I still think we can make it through a damn game. But no one has the intention span to sit down and be like, yes, my man. And looking at the phone screen, what do I see? A different million applications. Stuttering, cause this is a freestyle. Running a damn mile, ADHD, doing this damn thing. At a raw, nine prescription, coursing, relate a lot. The Danny, it's a laney boy, not no Detroit, but I probably claimed it a couple times growing up. Uh, like, uh, what, fuck, shit, bitch, what am I doing to get attention? Perspective is caving in. I share it with multiple personalities. You know what I mean? Oh, she. Now I'm gonna be the weird guy shooting up schools. You see? Uh, oh shit. B two C B. In a little bit. I I I um did a lot of research. Chemicals growing up. <laughs> What's up? I mean, once you said his name was Trevor, I already knew what was coming. Uh, have you ever met the normal Trevor? Is, this a, is that like a... <laughs> but, dog, white dudes and bandanas just made me think of, like, wrestlers and shit, man. I don't know. But, yeah, you're a weird one, man. He's definitely um, into some psychedelics and shit. He probably got a toe ring bitch girlfriend. All type of shit going on there. That was a lot, man. I don't know what, I don't know what to say. I don't know if it was he was trolling. I don't know if that was good or bad. But I guess that's what's good with rap music sometimes, because everything is subjective. But yeah, shouts out to Trevor, man. You, you seem like a cool guy club type of guy. 
I would it like did to... sound like uh, some of it was an actual freestyle. It oh, it like definitely he was, was. Some stuff up on the spot. Definitely. Once a motherfucker just started blurting out cuss words like Tourette syndrome. Fuck shit, bitch. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think you can write that. <laughs> that's not nothing you sit at with the pen and pad and be like, fuck shit, bitch, and be like, oh shit, bars. No, Trevor, you a you a, you live a wild life. I would like to know your story. You know, I want to see that documentary. I'm very um, very entertained by that to say. To say the least. All right. Next up, we're hopping to some of these Axe Dannys. Axe Danny! Love sexed. I've been in a relationship for two years, but we broke up months ago. Now we're back in a situation. We did the nasty recently. Except this time, he really laid it down like he's never laid it down before. He even love sexed me. What the? I didn't even expect that kind of sex. He claimed he was using me and he felt bad for it, even though I'm in the same boat and just wanted my nut too. I just want to know, what is the motive with the love sex? And should I leave it alone or keep it at it or keep at it? Love sex. I never heard that term. Is that just, you know, I'm old school. Is that just making love? Like he's putting that slow stroke on her. I think so. Yeah. Kissing her and shit. It. Like, ooh, yeah. Talking that love shit. Um, uh, I mean, if you got your nut too, I guess keep at it. We know how hard that is for women sometimes. I mean, but yeah, man, love sex, man. I never heard that term before. Is that like a millennial thing? That's like a... <laughs> I, I thought it was just called making love. Like, see, it's not even a term for it in Google. They can't even figure it out. We go to urban love sex. It's the acts of having intense sex with the one and only one you love. Yeah, that's like making love and shit, man. I mean, it could get a little, that sounds like a, a, a sticky situation. I mean, you know, but sometimes, you know, he, he put it down because he ain't fucking you no more. You know, once that becomes. Constant pussy is gonna be a different ball game, but yeah, man. Um, I never heard that term, love sex, though. I may have to put that in my vocabulary. You know, me and my well, I mean, let me stop. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stray friend. Good afternoon, Danny and the Booth Boys from Down Under. Here's the situation. One of my housemates is straight, but is a massive twink. Sometime when I used to live with him, we would go out when neither of us brought women home and he would hang out in bed together. I definitely woken up to him being a little touchy, but I just played it off as him fooling around. I must admit that when we were spooning, I would get sometimes hard. He has a peach of an ass and filling my cock in between those cheeks got me feeling like I was with a woman. To be clear, I'm very straight. It was merely a biological reaction. Any tips for making it clear to my friend that I'm not interested in sleeping with him if he gets cold? Thanks so much for the help. Y'all done already went too far. I ain't cuddling with none of my niggas, so at the end of the day, it's already gay. So, um, 
I, I would just say for the most part, man, if you ain't down with it, man, stop doing that shit. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? You're nasty, man. That was some freaky motherfuckers, man. Talking about feeling my cock in between those cheeks. You gonna write that shit to me and, and think <laughs> he had me feeling like it was a woman. I've been dug. Y'all already y'all y'all experimenting at this point, man. But uh yeah, man, even even you using the word twink, you let me know what you got. You got some uh you got some inner turmoil, man. You need to let loose, man. You in the closet. Just let it out, man. There's nothing wrong with it no more, man. You know? So, I mean, I would say for the most part, man, I ain't cuddling with none of my niggas, man. Y'all already went too far. Y'all crossed that line. You might as well go. You might as well go ahead and, and get it over with, man, and figure it out. Because um, any, and you tell anybody that shit that's straight, they're going to be like, oh, nigga, you gay. So, you're already gay, man. Just just own up to it, man. All right, man. <laughs> for real, man. You're already gay. White people shit. Jumping up and down. White people shit. What's good? My name is Ishmael, and I'm all the way from Bristol in the UK. Is it white people shit to jump up and down in the same spot when you're listening to music? Like at a live show or watching a DJ. Ever since I came to the UK, I noticed it. All of my white friends, when they get excited on the dance floor, they jump up and down in the same spot. I've never seen black people do that. Does it make sense to you? Yes, this makes tons of sense to me, man. A lot of times when you're in those, um, you know, you're in a, a, a crowded space and like a venue and shit, because I jump around. You know, I wouldn't say this is white people shit. I would say this just turned up, you know. But if you ever watch white people dance, man, they like to frail their arms and swing and shit. And, you know, they got crazy dance moves, man. They might fuck a motherfucker up. So, um, yeah, for the most part, all you can do is jump up and down. And if you're not like, I'm not like a great dancer or anything. I don't have any cool dance moves. So jumping up and down is just like a, anybody can do that, you know. And it goes with any beat. It's easy call. It's beating the case. So, yeah, if you don't got no smooth dance moves, that's the best thing you can do is just jump up and down, man. But, yeah, I, I don't consider this some white people shit. But um, shouts out to the UK. They um, some of the best fucking, um, you know, electronic music come out of there. You know, like I've been telling you, I've been listening to a lot of um, Naya Archives. It's one of my favorite artists right now. And, um, yeah, I listen to her shit. It makes me want to fucking jump up and down, you know. But there's nothing more cooler than fucking being on stage and just seeing a crowd of motherfuckers in unison jumping up and down so i guess this is cool man like no so i'm not gonna say now if a motherfucker just jumping up and down it's five dance it's only like five people on the dance floor then yeah man he might be a little autistic so you know all right i'm sorry shots out to all my autistic friends <laughs> next up we got naked biking hey danny big fan of the show been rocking with you since triple x your album O got me through rehab. I don't know how that got you through rehab because I was fucked up during, during that entire recording of that album. I was um, drinking a lot of lean those days. Molly was very prevalent. Adderall, all that shit. We're not about to. They told me that was addict behavior going in the past and talking about my, my drug history. So I can't be doing that shit. I got to move on. You got to live in the future. All right. Every year in Philly, there's a naked bike ride through the city. I guess they do it to draw attention to more road safety for cyclists, but that just makes me want to run them over. If that's not the whitest shit, I don't know what is. Um, I will say that's not white people shit. That's just freaky shit. They nasty. Especially, man, just having your bare ass on a bicycle seat, just let me know you're a different type of motherfucker. You know, like, I'm, I'm just not into, into that. And, you know, a lot of these motherfuckers, they don't wipe good. So <laughs> when I lived in Portland, they had a naked bike ride too, and I got stuck behind it. And there was a dude who was super gross looking. And he just had a plastic bag tied around the seat. Oh, disgusting! It was nasty. I mean, just being naked in the streets like that—it's kids. Like that's a little. 
PDH file, PDF file. That's a little, you know, that's a little, it's, I mean, I don't think that's cool, man, just to be naked and fucking riding around, man. I'd be pissed if I was taking my kids to school and seeing a naked bike rack going past my cross, you know, crossing me, man. That would be fucked up, man, so. Last week we had naked hiking. Now we have naked biking. Is it safe to just say, like, any kind of naked outdoor activity is white people shit, you think? No, because... I think that's just freaky motherfucker shit, man. Freaky motherfuckers come in all colors, sizes, and all that shit, man. Like, they make beaches for this. Y'all don't have to do this in public, man. Like, it's, but it's, are nude beaches white people shit? I feel no. Like, Some no? people just like to hang out and stand naked. You know, mm. it's a relaxing feeling. I've been to my share of nude beaches. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, me too. You know, but. Some of those nude beaches, you can't get a boner on. They'll kick you off. Like, nigga, your dick hard. Get up out of here. And that shit is not like sexual in some sense. Like I remember I, we were at a nude beach in like Barcelona. We weren't partaking in any of the new activities. We were just there to be at the bar. That's when I was drinking crazy. And they had like kids on the beach and shit and that kind of shit. You know, so yeah. It was weird. Yeah, I mean, but you know, different cultures, certain shit, you know. I mean, you know, back in the day, I mean, African motherfuckers was always naked. They still walk around with their titties out and shit, I guess, you know. So I, I mean, with certain shit, it's just different cultures, you know. All right, next up we got New Metal. Hey, Goat and the Booth Boys. With New Metal making a comeback recently, I would love to hear your thoughts on the genre. Is it some angsty teenage shit, even white people shit, or is there some legitimate musical merit behind it? I would risk it for the biscuit, personally. Um, I will say New Metal is probably the, um, the one style of rock music that did get me into rock music. Like the first band I could say I really like super fell in love with was Korn. Shouts out to Corn. I actually got a chance to work with them not too long ago, and it was like a fucking, you know, just like something on my checklist, like, you know. But um, because it, it incorporated a lot of hip-hop styles into it, and I, I can honestly say, like, listening to Wu-Tang, too, like the way RZA used to fucking um, use the guitars and the beats and shit like that. So it was easy to make that transition from something like Wu-Tang to Corn. So, yeah, and even something like Rage Against the Machine, System of a Down. Um, yeah, so... <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of my favorite um rock albums, I will say, was you know in the beginning was new metal. Then I started to just you know fall in love with the genre to where I could listen to an album like Love and it could become one of my favorite albums. But I don't know, is new metal making a comeback? It might be a thing with just the Jinkos, man. Jinkos came back, new metal followed right behind it. But I haven't heard any new new metal bands, man. So I don't know. Put me on. Let me know. But I will say, man, Corn is. Yeah, are, are you ready? Gen Z is bringing new metal back. Um, it, it, it's it's kind of a um, I don't know, man. I mean, what do you consider new metal though? You know, like I feel like a lot of, you know, things that like Playboy Cardi does or something like that. It, it kind of incorporates some of the style of new metal. I mean, for these kids, a lot of them probably just dress like that, and it's just, they consider it to be new metal. But the actual style of music is probably not rooted in that. And um. You know, just with corn, you they fucking using two seven string guitars and shit like that, and fucking the way Fieldy used to fucking kill it on the bass, man. And then they would have these crazy breakdowns, man, like three minutes into the song, and it would fucking just turn to some whole other shit, man. So, shouts out to corn, man. And um, I had a chance to uh, meet Jonathan Davis actually on a cruise ship. I was on Holy Ship, right? and I met him and told him like, man, you don't know, cause um, you know, like I say, a lot of my music is trauma dumping. And you don't really find that too much in rap music. I guess like Nas or 
you know, even someone like a Tupac back in my day, back in my day, we'll, we'll have that. But I really, I think I found Corn. I was going through a real bad breakup and shit like that. And that fucking album, um, the first one I heard was Follow the Leader. And that album just really helped me a lot, man. That's why I'm I'm really excited to get back to really making music all the time and shit because I, I, I can remember with me going through a lot of bad shit and how albums would help me and, and music would help me get over that shit. So, yeah, man, Corn System of a Down was probably um, Toxicity. That's probably my favorite album, I would say, out of the genre. And that was just because um me, like, um you know, I was dealing with a lot of um drug shit, I would say. And the way that album just had, like, a new comment like, like like a whole new take on like you know the way fucking i never heard that in rock music before I, I i would hear that in rap but i never heard someone have that kind of like you know that that kind of commentary on what was going on in the streets and it, and it was able to me to like open my eyes up to like you know like we're all human beings in that sense everybody go through the same shit because it was like a lot of you know i was i was selling crack and shit man you know what i'm saying so i was seeing a lot of fucked up shit during that time and that album came out, but like I say, man, or even someone like a Rage Against the Machine, you know, so yeah, man. But um, the songwriting for me, it was just like a lot of, you know, it was a lot of deep subjects and a lot of deep shit coming into that, man. So yeah, shouts out. Like I say, man, I, I haven't heard any new metal, new, new metal to even be able to speak on it that much, but I'm a huge fan of that shit, man. All right, um, let's spin the wheel. Lizzo, shouts out to my girl Lizzo. Yeah, Lizzo been going through some shit lately, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't speak about it in depth because I don't know too much about it. But um, I've, I've hung out with Lizzo a few times, and she always been cool as fuck, you know. So um, whatever that shit is going through, I, I can't really speak on it too much because I don't really know. I just seen like you know, you see a tweet about it or some shit. Do y'all really have any like um? Do y'all know what was really going on with that whole shit? I think it's some shit about her her dancer suing her. Yeah, like, one of her dancers is like she was basically just kind of mean and like she she's saying like sexually assaulted her or sexually harassed her uh, by making her like do something at a strip club when they were on tour. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I think it's all kind of just a reaction to you know how much positive feedback she was getting and her being kind of like this woke body positive icon uh, apparently she was also like body shaming them which is like the funny part yeah of that. that's hilarious but yeah. um it's hard to know when like it's just accusations and none of us really know what the truth yeah, is yeah. So, it's know. one of those things that I'm, I'm not really gonna speak on like that because i do know her and she's always been nothing but cool with me so um i wouldn't make any jokes about it i would just wait to the you know to the whole shit is over it and done with but i almost feel like people were just waiting on something to be able to hate on her for, you know? I mean, but when you're dealing with, like, sexual assault allegations, that's something that's really serious. So I can't really speak on something that I don't really know about it. But far as, um, she was twerking at that Laker game. That was that was probably one of the worst things. Um, and, and Ain't that the game when Kobe left with his kids and shit? Like, yeah, that was... Lizzo, you know you was wrong for that. You know, you know you was wrong for that. You still my girl, though. But shouts out to Lizzo, man. She, like I say, man, she's from the Midwest, man. Um... You know, and it's just, I don't know, man. It's a lot of a lot of times when people have just so much um, positive shit going for them, man, it's always something 
like this to like bring them down and shit on some negative shit. But like I say, I don't know the full story, so I can't really speak on it now. I did hear something involved involving a banana or some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I know they lying. Lizzo don't eat no fruit. <laughs> I'm just playing with you, Lizzo. Oh, you my girl. You still my girl. But um, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that's fucked up, man. Um, this is a um intense week for me. It's always when it gets around this time, man. Um. We getting close to NBA 2K releasing again. <laughs> Video game reviews. And I told myself, I'm not about to be spending all this goddamn money playing this video game, but we know I'll probably just talking shit and I end up making like four or five builds. But I'm very excited. Um, it's fucked up. It always, it always is like this, though. Every time 2K comes out, I have some shit that I got to do. So I won't be able to play it at home the first day. So, uh, but yeah, that weekend, you know, my girl already know. She already know what's about to go down. You ain't about to see me or hear me. But yeah, um, I'm very excited. Um, a game I've been waiting on for a long time to come out. Um, Starfield's coming out. So, um, yeah, man, the video game shit is about to be, it's about to get real. It's, it's, it's about to get real. Um, <laughs> I'm about to be definitely locked in my room for hours and hours. Hopefully I don't get sciatica this time. But um, I'm very excited. I already bought. Shouts out to y'all for giving me the um the gift card. I already bought Starfield and shit, so I'm 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 already um got it pre-downloaded and shit. So as soon as that come out, so I I think I'm gonna probably spend a lot more of my time playing Starfield first before I really get into 2K like that. But um, I'm very excited. I mean, it's just like I say, it's, it it gets antsy, man. Y'all don't know, man. When 2K used to come out, I would fucking like take sleeping pills and shit <laughs> and sleep that whole day so I can wake up at midnight and fucking play it all morning. Like, cause you want to like try to get a jump on your build and shit. Even though the first build you make is fucking trash. Then you'd be like, Oh, this fucking build's trash. I got to fucking make another. And you spend fucking $300 on a build. Don't even play them. But so I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to actually the all-star game, wait to after the all-star game to make a build because or really after the trade deadline. Because one thing I would hate is I would make a bill and then some crazy-ass trades would go down Then I'm still fucking playing this fucking same shit and it still has the old roster and shit. Which I think 2K, that's something y'all need to do, man. Be able to fucking update the rosters inside a person's career. So yeah, that needs to be something that needs to be handled because it's something that can totally be easy. I, um, Like even with me, last year I was playing 2K a lot on PC, but that's not next gen, that's current gen. And then I, I, like later in the year, I started playing it on PlayStation Five, and I was like, "Fuck, I see the difference." But yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very ex not excited to be spending all this fucking money again, man. They fucking and then they got a fucking season pass now. Why the fuck do we need the season pass in NBA 2K? This is fucked up. I've I've recently um gotten to fucking uh, it's bad, man. Gotten to fucking betting and shit and all that shit, man. Um, but what right. are you betting on? Um, I've been betting on um, the FIBA Cup and shit, and and I haven't really, you know, been working out. But I think that's uh, it's a slippery slope. But my boy Skyler, man, he's really good at it. He's been killing it. Um, we went to a fucking casino in New Orleans. This motherfucker won like in two minutes. So I'm like, what the fuck, man? I guess some people just have luck with gambling. I've never really had that luck. But um, 
I mean, besides like shooting dice for like Coney Island money and shit, you know, that was easy in school and shit. But as um, far as like going to casinos, I never really, I hit big a few times, but my dumb ass, every time I would hit big, I'd be like, I'm putting it all on, I'm putting it all down. Like I remember I hit big and like roulette, I probably won like 2,500 or some shit. And then I put it all back down and lost everything. So that's just me, man. I'm, but I, I don't want to, you know, I've already gave up a few addictions to uh, gain another one. But all right, man. It is good though. It is good that people are able to um do sports betting and shit. Cause I don't feel like there's anything illegal in that, you know. So it's great that um we have these apps and all this kind of shit where people can start betting and shit. So, cause you know, motherfuckers, you know, they gotta eat. Motherfuckers gotta eat. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> if you're good at that shit, man, you know that's great. All right, we'll we'll spin the wheel one more time. We'll be up out of here. Tour buses. I will say during this tour, I, I didn't ride on the bus. We just had like a van and we followed behind the bus. And that was just because I wanted to, you know, being on a tour, you know, I remember like me, you know, growing up and watching all those like backstage documentaries and shit like that and seeing people on tour. And it's always a party. It always seems like it's a great time and motherfuckers is wilding out and getting fucked up and shit. So I didn't want anybody to be like, um you know, try to, you know, not have as much fun as they would want to just because I'm dealing with my recovery and all that shit. So I didn't ride on the tour bus um, this tour. But I, I will say I regretted it in some sense because, man, just traveling sometime in a long-ass ride in a fucking van, man, can fucking suck sometime. Even though I do have a steam deck, but, like, just being able to lay down and shit would make everything so much bigger. So I'm not so much better. So I'm definitely not fucking riding anymore i'm not doing that shit no more i don't give a fuck man that was i remember um back in the day first starting out you know taking doing van tours and shit like that and it just it sucks man it kind of sucks man so yeah i would definitely be back on the bus <laughs> for the next upcoming tour man because i can't take that shit man just being able to lay down i think is the most important thing to be able to rest your body and just for another thing man i don't i think i don't know i'm always just scared of you know like we, like we were driving through um i can't remember but it was a crazy fucking storm like just fucking like raining like crazy damn near like some tornado type shit man and it, that was fucking scary and i just feel more safe being on that bus like if that bus you know i guess i don't know it, it could be worse getting into some fucking accident on the bus but i just feel like riding in that van man it, it, it did it did take a toll on that body that's probably i'm still actually kind of sore right now man like I'm I'm definitely kind of sore. I just been trying to relax and kick it at the crib and shit, hang out with Ditto. But yeah, I'm definitely still pretty sore. That tour whipped my ass, man. It did. But I think um me being sick in the beginning really that really did something to me cuz I haven't been sick in years, man. Like besides being hungover and shit like that, being all fucked up, but just actually like sick? Like no, nah, man, I haven't been that that has not been in my world. So it let me know that I wasn't fucking Iron Man no more, man. So getting sick, that really fucked with me, man. All right, man. About to get up out this motherfucker. Love y'all motherfuckers. See y'all again. Um, Yeah, man. Shouts out. Love y'all motherfuckers. Peace. <laughs>